1: right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with AMAX.
2: What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval and check out my podcast Conversations with Unc on the Black Effect podcast network. Each and every Tuesday Conversations with Unc podcast feature casual and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unk, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or
3: wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
0: Uh, listen, it's been a very emotional weekend. We now have the Super Bowl set. Yeah, we do. All right. Me- I can't wait
6: to hold a big party here in Los Angeles. Mexit is official. All right. We it's a don't final. have to worry about that. And
0: maybe best of all, you didn't know that people were really depressed until you saw the story yesterday that finally Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston were able to share a nice moment. At the Golden Globe. Oh, it's a the good SAG moment, Awards, right? When SAG he was Awards, yes. watching it on the monitor. I mean, you, you didn't know you waited for that. Whistful. You wanted that. You it was really that. funny
6: on the Mark Marin podcast. About two weeks ago, it he and DiCaprio that. got after it for about an hour. That was good. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it makes you guys it are and uh, burying and... the
0: lead. Well, we're burying funny. the lead. What's that? Seriously? What, what? What? What's that? You just went through everything that was massive this weekend. Oh, I, you're right. You're right. You're right. Because someone may be having sex for the first time, <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. That's why I said may.
6: Maybe. I'm very, very excited about it. It
0: is Sim Tiba who marries Miss Universe. I love it. And maybe now, maybe having might be, might be
6: on on Might immune. be. Maybe I'm having. You so missed the know. maybe. Was Was Urban Meyer coaching him up there?
0: Where's your honeymoon going to be, Tim Tebow? Port St. Lucie. As I try to make the Mets as a 183 hitting outfielder in AAA. So take two of these, Tim. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm not that old yet. Oh, <laughs> wow! He's how about he's, that? Wow. Wolf well, Urban's 30. coaching you. Come on. Wow. This is this is like we're three hours from the slide over baby. We're Fired three hours there. away. Three hours away.
6: It's an Ooh. early Monday night. It is. You it is. know, it's it looks, just getting after it. We have a lot of things to get to. I got to find some way to find a positive out of this ass kicking the Lakers <laughs> well, just time. Yeah. Well, our, our friend of the show, Ooh, Flea, uh, of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, just summed up what Frostberg's been yelling for about an hour and a half uh, from eight minutes ago on his Twitter account, quote, blank the Celtics. Yeah, Celtics... Celtics Samarily. just
0: finished beating the Lakers 139 yeah. to 4. I'm sorry, 139 yeah. to 107. Yeah. This game was over a long, long time ago.
6: Kemba Walker, his first win ever. He's over LeBron ne- James. Never been, he's won, won, won in 1 28? in 28. 1 in now. Yeah. yeah.
0: Congratulations, Kemba Walker. How about Walker.
6: that? It's Kemba Walker's night. Yeah, You got to start somewhere. 20 points, seven, seven assists, four boards, plus 24 on the night. I hit
0: a lot of threes in the third quarter to put the game away. It was an absolute. Ass kicking, as Frostberg said. What happened? Yeah. Well, Mike always says, "Find your wins, right? Yeah, you well, find one somewhere." But Well, the Lakers play the next Wednesday, so uh, that's I found a good, mine. That, that's a good. Well, that will be a win. And also, Anthony Davis didn't get hurt again after he came Protect back and played tonight. Well, so that was it. Yeah. <laughs> well,
6: you know, there's always the, the curiosity at that point in a game when you're even your home announcers. We were watching the Lakers telecast, and there was a dunk from Jalen Brown and stared down LeBron James, had something to say. And even the Lakers broadcaster, are like, what is that? That's that's not even anything. That's how lopsided <laughs> w- it was. Where you're, not, where you're not mad about, hey, we're getting a technical foul on an opportunity here. Nah, it was so done. That didn't even matter.
0: So there's a lot of stuff to get to. We have a lot of things happening, and congratulations to Mr. and Mrs. Tebow. Uh, but, obviously... NFL Championship Weekend. Let's play the "I Told You So" game because pretty much. And look, we always spotlight, except we don't. Whenever we say stuff and we predict things and we're wrong,
6: we've never. Well, I, I do. I get a lot wrong. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Because you go opposite me. Well, but I no,
6: that's that's you go you you go opposite me, and that's why you're I'm wrong. True. It's because I, I have to do a lot of fantasy picks. Yeah, it's, it's not on this show, buddy. It's it's on, a, it's on the fantasy a, side of things. You go opposite cause, me, because you know one play makes you right or wrong in I, the fantasy I, world. Here, I dominate you.
0: I said, it's never going to work between the Royals and, and Meghan Markle. They're going to wind up stepping back from royal duty. You said, no, they're going to actually increase their royal duty. Meghan Markle's going to be the queen. Well, I said, no, that's not going to happen.
6: That's... I was holding out... Uh...
0: <laughs> a hostile takeover. Prince Charles has been taken hostage.
6: <laughs> well, I mean, just... Oh, boy. Yeah, I, I cheer for chaos between the White Lions. It what is, do you want from it? It is chaos. but Take that as it will.
0: I told you so, NFL Championship Weekend, as we have the Chiefs and the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Chiefs first as they beat the Titans. We told you on Friday we picked the games. The, these were our, our common themes. Kansas City is going to score too much for Tennessee. You know, the other teams are, you know, Tennessee has had a big run, but Kansas City, you see the way their offense, how dynamic they are. This was not going to be a moment that was going to be too big for them. They were hosting the AFC title game last year. Mahomes was red hot. He was going to put too many points on the board and continue his don't-forget-this-is-my-league tour. And Ryan Tannehill wouldn't be able to do enough. You know, you can't just sledgehammer Derrick Henry, and expect to win four games and go to the Super Bowl. This is how it was done in the NFL in 1985. And it was recently is 2000. But you couldn't do it here because that's, that's not what it is. When you play a team dynamically on offense, that is – playing at a high level, you're going to have to score. And that's what happened to the Tennessee Titans. Can't They got the lead, but they couldn't hold on to it because why? Because Kansas City was too dynamic. And suddenly that 17-7 lead was gone in a second. And it got to halftime at 21-17. It was blinking the game is over. It was what just happened. Tennessee was in control of this game because that's how good the Chiefs were. Everything that we said was going to happen in this game happened. I didn't mean, have the final score. What do I have, 34-13? I was close.
6: Was close, Mike Harmon. It was really close. Yeah, unless you know they scored twenty four. But yeah, <laughs> I was close to the, I was close, but I was close. Close, no cigar. Uh, I know a lot of folks were gripping in the final minutes, uh, looking perhaps for the uh, the back backdoor uh, beat the spread kind of move there when the Titans got the ball back, but uh, finished it off. I Maybe mean, one or two little officiating things we'll have to clean up with Mike Pereira coming up in about twenty minutes from now, but. When you're looking at the the Titans and the defense trying to slow down those speed receivers, if you can't get to Patrick Mahomes, and I mean, you got to be on him, right? If he gets to skate and slide, because he doesn't necessarily run, even though you saw that on display a little more than normal yesterday, but that slide with the speed receivers that he has, you can only hold containment so long. Right with Tyreek Hill and Michael Hard- Hardman, and then look at Travis Kelsey. Down seems no slouch either when it comes down. Oh to no,
0: he, so he's a tremendous well, slouch. Well, you know, between
6: yeah. him and uh, you know most tight ends, he, he'll outrun them. So trying to have containment, I mean, you, you've got to have a prolific pass rush to slow this thing down. What Reed and Bienemy have rolling here is just too tough, and your plays are all your your drives are are long and protracted. and That's great. That doesn't work. Uh, that's a great philosophy against almost every other team in the National Football League. Here, they will run seven plays in two minutes and be right down your throat once again. So, I mean, there's no—you can't let up for a second. And if you can't establish your run game and really get that lean on with Derrick Henry, as they couldn't, you know, you're, you're put, setting yourself up for a very— uh Difficult final 30.
0: Now look, Tennessee was limited. We told you they were going to be limited, and you could, a team like that can only go so far. You know, 15, 20 years ago, you could win the Super Bowl that way. Look how great our defense is playing. Look how great our, our lead running back is playing. Our quarterback just has to make enough plays. That's not how you do it anymore. That, that you, you, you need a quarterback to be able to make plays if you are going to win at some point and to survive two games, when your quarterback throws for under a hundred yards, that's a pretty big deal. You know, that, that, you, you got to consider yourself pretty lucky to have that be the case. Well, boy, We just won. Ryan Tannehill was really, really bad. So what we told you was going to happen with Kansas city and Tennessee happened, San Francisco and the green Bay Packers also happened. San Francisco would win just like they were going to win against Minnesota. They were going to run the ball the whole day. Green Bay wouldn't have enough offense to keep up with the pounding San Francisco was going to put on them, running the football. You see what Raheem Mostert did. Uh, you know, Look, they lost Kevin Coleman. Didn't matter. You know, he, he could still be running. I mean, that was the kind of day they had. When you throw eight passes, this is a complete and total dominant victory for the San Francisco 49ers, showing you how well they are, how good they are in all phases of the game. And the Packers weren't going to have enough offense to keep up because you can't really throw for a ton i'm surprised that Rodgers threw for as many yards as he did against san francisco but with a big lead you'll loosen up a little bit but i was still surprised he was able to have even the, the the amount of success that he did but it didn't matter because the 49ers exerted their will on this game and it was over at halftime
6: it was over in the middle of the second quarter No, oh, that's it all cosmetic i mean running downhill some of the the iso plays that you see and shanahan setting up the field for the next play right so all right we're gonna run short side here and you're stacking you see the same formation what are they doing they're they're going to end around the other way and you nothing but a field of green in front uh or the trap plays that have been called out by so many former NFL lineman, uh, just saying, look how beautiful this is. They're bringing the house, and they're running right past you. And Mostert, great story. I'm sure you've read about him, seen mentions of him over the course of the day out there, wherever you are joining us. We welcome you in on a Monday night. Seven teams before he really gets a sniff. One of those? Bears. Uh, But a guy played at Purdue, has himself a monster game, and he was good for them through chunks of the year. So not a surprise that he was part of the caravan. Didn't think that he'd be over 200 with four TV, TDs. Uh, I was shaking my television wondering if it was a replay uh, at times watching this thing roll through. I mean, when you only have to throw eight passes, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, it's all cosmetic, right? People are going to look at that box or, look, only eight incompletions. Okay, fine. Here, take your five-yard, a little bit of yak. We're not letting you go over the top. You can't go over the top. He was careless with the football the interceptions, the fumbles, you had the fumbled exchange with center on a drive they were they were making, right? That was actually a chance where the game could have still been in the balance and then it goes the other way and, and you're done. Devontae Adams 9 for 138, that's all fine and good. You just didn't have enough and so it leads to a lot of questions of what the Packers are and how good they really were the way they got just smashed
0: Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
1: Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you?
3: Aaron Rodgers, we talked about this a few minutes ago.
0: What's the right conversation to have about him because we told you on Friday, he was going to bear the brunt of the blame if the Packers lose to the San Francisco 49ers. It was just going to happen that way because he's the been the star quarterback for a long time. He is someone who has slowed down a little bit and was going to get the bunch of the brunt of the blame because A, his time is running out and B, is he still good enough? Can he still do it? Can he still win games? Because with the scrutiny being placed on the older quarterbacks now, is Drew Brees still the guy he was? Is Tom Brady still the guy he was? Suddenly in one year it's gone from these guys are gonna play forever to, man, how good are they gonna be? The right conversation to have about Drew Brees about Drew Brees, he's still on hold. The right and conversation eight eight
6: postseason quarterback to, Drew Brees to
0: have about Aaron Rodgers is different than the decisions you want and conversations you want to have about Tom Brady and Drew Brees. Aaron Rodgers clearly is nearing the end of his career. Now, this doesn't mean it's next year, doesn't mean it's the year after, but he clearly is on the back half of the end of a of the productive part of his career. Where, where Tom Brady was maybe two or three years ago, because you saw Brady kind of getting to the end now a little bit, and his future is up in the air, and this is why... It's not, hey, Tom Brady's coming back to the Patriots. No, because the Patriots want to move on. He wants to move on. But this is now, hey, maybe Aaron Rodgers has about three or four more years left, and he can still be a quarterback, and maybe we can win, kind of like where Peyton Manning was when he left the Colts. and He was healthy. and He was throwing the football out. Listen, I got got three or four more years left, and this is we, we got to take advantage of this because then it's going to be over. The right conversation for Aaron Rodgers is he can still be really, really good. They finally got him the running back he needed in Aaron Jones. It took him a while. It took him a while. Like I said, it was like Elway getting Terrell Davis at the end of his career. But he needs big time weapons on offense to be able to throw the football to, and he only has one. He only has Devonte Adams. I mean, you look at Devonte Adams is, is kind of like a, a a light version of. Breeze and Michael Thomas. You know, the only guy that Rodgers can trust and throw the football to is Adams, and he's terrific, but as you can see, it wasn't enough. Obviously, they have defensive issues, too. But you keep Aaron Rodgers upright, but you have to get him more weapons. As a quarterback deteriorates and and decreases a little bit, you have to amp up the weapons around him. For the longest time, Aaron Rodgers made everybody better. But when you slow down, when you get older, and your throws don't travel as far, the zip on the football isn't quite there, your escapability in the pocket is not quite what it used to be, you need to have receivers that instead of throwing them open, hey, they are they're, they're going to grab you a completion and the only guy that Rodgers has is Devontae Adams. You saw the bulk of his success yesterday was what? Throwing passes at the line of scrimmage and and hopefully somebody running for a few yards. I mean that's how this is a really good 49ers defense. You couldn't really extend the field at all. This was the bane of the game for Green Bay. If they can go out and say, listen, Rodgers has this, we have this, we have this, let's go get two more wide receivers. I don't mean you got to go out and get Julio Jones and Michael Thomas, but you got to go out and get a couple of guys that can be complimentary enough and make plays. you got to go out and get a Jamison Crowder or two to say, okay, this is the guy that's going to play in the slot. Because he needs, at this point, three targets that he can throw the football to because he will still be Aaron Rodgers enough if you do that. But as you see here... As good as they are, he didn't really have a great season throwing the football. You know, they were, they're were big wins all right. Aaron Jones has three touchdowns. Aaron Jones has 90 yards rushing and 75 yards receiving. Aaron Jones has 90 yards receiving and 50 yards rushing and two touchdowns. That was the year for the Packers. I mean, go back and look Look at the production of Aaron Rodgers. It just wasn't what it was when he was in his heyday. But he's still talented enough. You get him a couple more weapons, and the Packers window Will be open as he said earlier today.
6: I said it last week. The window is open for us. And that's the exciting thing. It doesn't make this feeling any easier, but that is very exciting moving forward. Well, you're so J- excited. J- yeah, I mean, you've got the He sounded excited too. <laughs> There's no question about it. But I mean, you look at just the style of this team. Uh, Aaron Jones, the guy we clamored for all last year. That might have been able to write some of the problems with the Packers team a year ago. You look at the schedule; you you can only beat who's on, right? Mm-hmm. So when sure. people look at their their wins and go, "Ah, this would," you know, they translate to a nine win team. It's like no, they beat who was on the schedule, except the Chargers. Well, well anything having to do with <laughs> California was problematic. We we understand that. Like that, they did not travel well, uh, and the great state of California not only took a chunk of their money uh, for playing here, they also. Uh, well, took a chunk out of them uh, as well. But you, you look at the the squad, right? Even the game against Seattle, the couple of beautiful throws from Rodgers. If he's got time, can still make it. Devontae Adams somehow still getting open against that Seattle secondary. But you go through their stats, right? Devontae Adams, 997. He missed four games. Other than that, Lazard's your second leading receiver. He's at 477. Jones was third, uh, Valdez Scantling at 452, Jimmy Grant at 447. He's a decade into his NFL career. Valuable, right? As you get either at the beginning or end of your career, having a tight end who can create mismatches is immense, right? Especially when you're going to face a team like the 49ers where the pass rush is relentless because you don't have time. You, you just don't have time to set your feet and wait for something to develop downfield. So that's one of the big Pushes they have as well. Offensive line got a couple of starters still under contract. Uh, we'll see how how that shuffles. A couple of guys that are longer in the tooth as well, but they they should be able to contend. And you could still see he was still four thousand yards on the year. Uh, Twelve of his touchdowns came in three games, so that that's something to little hang a star on, I guess, as you go forward. Just saying, here is some elite performances against bad teams, and really just trying to ascertain where that balance is between all right you played a bum schedule and you did some bum slaying along the way versus you took care of business right so you, you can only again you, you beat who's who's next on, on the docket but for aaron Rodgers, i think i saw enough to say all right with one option fine there's going to be plenty of guys in the draft right it's a wide receiver rich draft and free agency Follow the money. Someone, you got to go fi- figure out a way to entice somebody to come play in Green Bay, which is not always an easy proposition. All right, but it,
0: th- this way, it, that's why someone like a Jameson Crowder, it's, it's not get a superstar. Is that like only a, because he was Odell a Beckham, jet? Odell you Beckham's just to not coming. A jet no, right I'm there. just saying. Odell Beckham's not coming. If they, Antonio, if they, if they
6: trade him, Antonio he ain't Brown's not going. I mean, really? how long
0: would he make it in Green Bay? A day? I've been to Green Bay a few He'd times. fly that's in. No. He'd go to practice, spend one night and go, I can't do that again. Maybe go to practice the next day, but then when practice then he'd fly out. What's He'd, it cost go, he'd make it, actually, it a day and a half.
6: What's, what's it cost to actually buy a jet and fly him out of practice? But, or a helicopter? <laughs> you can live or in or Milwaukee. Yeah, I don't I mean, want to live in
0: Milwaukee. Oh, I can live in Chicago. Well, Chicago, that's too far. But there, there's guys you can pay money to that are that are just fine being able to come in and and Still be complimentary, but will give you big production. Look, you got to go somewhere, and if Green Bay is a team offering you four years and thirty-five million, well, that's where you have to go. Like the big superstars, that's not going to happen because look, Green Bay is off the map a bit. Let's but see, already Cooper. You'll be able to get a couple of guys. You'll be Robbie able to get Anderson. a couple of guys. You'll be a, uh, Robbie Anderson. You pay me, Robbie. You pay him, he'll go anywhere. Right? That's uh, some guys. You pay them, they'll go anywhere. You got to pay. Him. Bring they're, they're, bring, they're, bring back you Randall Cobb. Oh, dude, come on. It's not 2012. Come on. It's not
6: come on, 2012. We're putting the band again. back together, man.
5: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
6: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum
0: Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the
6: Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is.
0: Yet another—I don't even want to say clue—but another bit of evidence that says I am
6: gone. Is this as good as the one about his kids? This everything waiting for the end of the school year. Everything selling his house, him
0: leaving. Don't be fooled into Tom Brady could be staying. This is him. Yesterday, during his weekly appearance with Jim Gray on Westwood One Radio Network, talking about the future with his contract expiring with the Patriots this off season and what he feels about potentially going to play someplace else.
5: Well, like you said, I've been a couple of weeks, and you know, I've had a lot of time with my family uh, the last couple of weeks, and just decompressing from the season and spending time with them. So, I've said earlier, I'm open minded about the process, and you know, at the same time, I'm You know, I love playing football, and I want to continue to play and do a great job. So I'm looking forward to what's ahead. Whatever the future may bring, I'll embrace it with open arms.
0: Again, he is hitting us over the head with, I am leaving Boston. If he really was going back, I mean, listen to me, it wouldn't be adversarial. The sides would be talking about how do we get Tom to come back and not... I'm looking for the future. We would have gotten something from someone. There would be some kind of warmth between Brady and the Patriots because that's what it is normally when a player hits free agency that you want to try to bring back. But this is normally what happens when you allow a player to hit free agency. They wind up leaving. How often do guys hit free agency and go back? Not nearly as often as they go play someplace else. Brady is hitting us over the head with, I am leaving. It's just a matter of where. Look, He's moved, you know, they make a big deal about how we talked about last week how he's moving out of the Boston area and he's going to be relocated sometime in March. He's apparently buying a big mansion in Greenwich, Connecticut. Now, Greenwich, Connecticut is about three hours from Boston. If he really was going to play for the Patriots, why is he buying a house to make his ha- his home three hours from Boston? Because he's going to he get one of it. those
6: hundred grand RVs like Philip Rivers yeah, had I just this drive past back year. Back and year.
0: When you move, moving is a big deal. When you are taking your kids away from the life they had, because they're going to new schools now. Right, his kids—they're not going to the same school they went to. You move three hours away—that's a new school. Jason, it's a little difference when you're a billionaire, though. It is different, but no, no, doesn't matter. You're a billionaire, trillionaire. No one's driving three hours you to practice every day. I, dri- and I, no drive, one's I drive three hours coming back. Here you new work. friend, yeah, but that's so. just because of the traffic. You, yeah. <laughs> this is where if Tom Brady lived ten miles from work like we do, but it takes us an hour, he would just take the Mamba copter. He would get a Kobe Bryant helicopter. I'm still and go waiting to practice. for my jetpack. But, but he, when you but move, when the- you move that far away, you. Starting over, Greenwich is close to New York City. It's a hub for him and Giselle, where they can live and still be stars. And then he can figure out where he wants to go. Right? Got he's got a thirty million dollar mansion out here in Malibu where he spends time. But you're not moving your family from their day to day life, which is that's where it was forever. Unless you are not going back, because really he sold his house in. In bought or outside of bought. He sold his house mm-hmm. and then he's moving to Connecticut and then he's gonna re-sign and then move back. That that's not happening. It's not happening. You know, he can
6: always rent a place. Why Any would you do this. that? Why you had a place. You just had a you, you had a chance, place. But you cashed out on you whatever had a place. you made on that other place. You, well he has, you it's still on the market. The new one. It's still on the market for no, like but thirty that, million but, but dollars. That's the, the, the point is uh, he's got money to burn <laughs> waiting for it to, to sell for the price he wants. The larger question though is is for you, and, and as we're all putting our, our, our arms around this, when have the Patriots ever done anything that was, quote, normal in this National Football League cycle, right? Everything they do is against the grain. Yeah, but nobody they allow to hit free agency they want to bring back.
0: They don't, nobody hits free agency that the Patriots say, we want you back.
6: Right, but also Brady's not like everybody else either. I mean, the, you're not getting the warm and fuzzies, but you normally don't get that. They're not going to play it out in the media. Neither side Man, that's not how Brady's done his career, and that's not how the Patriots do business. Right? So I'm not I'm be- not categorically ruling his out. out is what I'm saying. I, I but I wouldn't expect it to be played out in the media. Of while well, we want him back, I want to go back. They gotta they gotta want me. Like, see, I don't know that he's playing it out. He's not even saying that he wants to go back. No, Everything but that's he's my saying point is, is that I don't know what the future holds. That. I don't know
0: where I'm going. But, but if he's he going wanted to, to go back, he would at least say, Boy, I hope I could go back. Why? But because that's what you say when no. you want to go back to a place. That's what you play.
6: He's putting all the pressure on the Patriots, so they're right, the ones but if that you look, look bad. Weak, Right. They're but the but ones if you also look, look weak, like you're begging to come back. Why are you worried about You're, your you're Tom
0: Brady. This is the Patriots. You've had a great relationship for almost 20 years. Why is it now suddenly at the point where no one can say anything good about the other no, person? But
6: you're not gonna go into free agency. You've gotten to this mark, what, whether how much of it was your decision, their decision, whatever else. You're not gonna go on radio with with Jim Gray and and talk about Macy's clothes and then come back and say, I really, really like them, and I want to come back. You wouldn't be yeah, in free agency. Soft.
0: Tom Brady, there's a reason why he's never hit free agency. There's a reason why guys don't hit free agency until they're ready to go. And quarterbacks especially. If they really were going to bring him back, and he was really going to stay, Every the, everything would be, it would be a different feel and a different storyline following these three oh, b- this when makes it comes a to Brady movie. and Kraft and Belichick. Oh, it makes for a better movie. And the 30 for 30 on Brady leaving the Patriots is going to be awesome. But... This is exactly why it's not even clues. This is just Brady's so I I don't know. If I'm, I'm I I don't know. I'm open to anything. Not once has he mentioned the Patriots or going back or potentially staying. Right, he was he hanging, was hanging out, out with Mark Davis. Right, the
6: bowl cut wearing Mark Davis. I mean that's any, that's
0: I'm ready for anything. If you're hanging out with Mark Davis and you get hey that's ready for anything. Boy, I tell you I drove I, I, I drove
6: past the Death Star a couple of times this weekend. Bowl cuts for all. Let Do you tell tell think Mark you. Davis even knew
0: that was Tom Brady? You think he knew? He probably thought that was George Clooney.
6: No, it's I buddy, no, I, think, I, I, I thought it was Clooney. I mean, Data White says, I mean, that's you know that that could be <laughs> something that that's real there. I mean, the bowl cut having uh, sitting co- ringside, right? I mean, it was right next to the octagon. It's so. it's more. T- trust me, every day, every day you
0: see this story, it gets close. Brady is gone. It's going to be a new team. It's not going to be. He a new just league. wants
6: everybody to talk about him because their team isn't there anymore.
5: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
6: There's
1: no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com/slash-with-amex.
4: From BBC Radio Four, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my god, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA.
0: Big-time MLB super-duper star is so unhappy, it just ain't going to work out.
3: I'm very, very excited about it.
0: Nolan Arenado, who is the best third baseman in baseball and one of the top three hitters any given year, is going to be on the roster in spring training. Remember, there was trade talk this offseason. The Rockies men want to move on from him as he's very early into a $260 million contract. It's a nice contract. Guaranteed! Uh, The Rockies said, we listen to trade offers, but it looks like he's going to be with the team. Arenado, so not happy with what's going on the past couple of months, he told MLB.com tonight, quote, There's a lot of disrespect from people there that I don't want to be a part of. You can quote that. There's a lot of disrespect from people there that I don't want to be a part of.
6: You can quote that. He followed up with the reporter after that, Jason. <laughs> well, then you had the reporter say,
0: this because you yeah. were linked to trade rumors involving the Braves and the Cardinals? And he said, no, it's more to it than that. So it's not just, here's a star player. His name is in trade talks. He
6: says, no, no, it's more than that. I want to know what's going on behind the scenes. It's man. more you than to that. talk about a 30 for 30. Let's go.
0: This is, if, if you are not a, a team that needs to make a splash, or look, who couldn't use... <laughs> Nolan Arenado. I mean, really. I mean, right. yeah. Are his splits as great away from Colorado? No, but it's not like he's in the tank at one seventy. Well, and it's not like it was the Colorado you know,
6: Humidor no, world of no. fifteen years ago. He's either. still
0: he's twenty eight years old, and he and you know what you're going to give him for the next few years of his con. I mean, he's in the, you know early in an eight year two hundred sixty million dollar contract. You know what you have if you have the room. This is a guy you go get and say we are going to rescue you. And you say you want Gavin Lux, you want a couple, you you want what, what do you want from us? You will go bring the best third baseman in baseball in and we'll go make a move. The Dodgers clearly need to do something because they're the they're the team that didn't really do anything in the offseason, and clearly they're the ones. We're in the middle of a great run here in, in the NL West. We're still the team to beat, and we can make a team that in theory, is going to be our closest competition. We can weaken them by taking away their best player, adding him to us. Are our prospects are going to work out? And Gavin Lux will be great, or whoever else they trade. Alex Verdugo is going to be great. Whatever the the Rockies want for him, you don't know. But you are you are now owning the NL West for another couple of years. Not like you don't own it already. But now everybody else stinks and is just trying to start over. And you can go get the best third baseman in baseball. I get I get that. Hey, Justin Turner. You can move things around. You can figure it around. You can make him a part of a package someplace else. But you, this is a guy you go get. When he is unhappy and you hear the quote that says, I don't want to be a part of it, I don't want to be a part of it, you are on the phone right now with the Rockies saying, this isn't going to work out for you. We're good with the money. You can get out from under that. Not like they don't know this, but they can get out from under the contract. They would much like to move Arenado. They just need to be wowed. Who has the players that could wow them? The Dodgers Dodgers
6: have the players and the Dodgers have an unlimited war chest. Now they haven't wanted to go to that. Well, the last couple of years and and with less frequency than than years before. But here's your opportunity, right? You're only going to be sniffing the the World Series so often before things go go awry right you can't bank on every one of these prospects coming up and putting up unworldly numbers or that the pitching is going to hold up year after year Organizationally you got some great things no question about it and most of these guys have come up and you've hit at an extraordinary rate but you've got to look at the the window now. With a guy like Arenado, 315, 41, 118 last year, the availability being there, the instant offense, the the jolt, the next superstar that you can put in, like I'll take that over prospects. So we were just talking about it about the Joe Burrow situation in Cincinnati saying, ah no, we're we're not taking any offers. It means come strong if you want to. And if that means that Lux has to be part of the deal, the guy that's in that unbreakable glass. It's time to find Thor's hammer and take care of it and get this guy in a Dodger uniform. Twitter at right? how about a fresca? Mike, it's swollen. Dummy. I mean, this is the point of no return. There's no trust.
0: And that's always where things break down at the end. and, and, Sides that are on are battling over things. That's the okay. Now we've passed the point. We can't go back. It's distressed property now, man. There's no trust.
6: It's distressed property. Something terrible has happened. You can go in at a little bit of a discount. I would say I'm not coming.
0: I'm not coming. You don't. You don't trade me. I'm not coming. If, if it's that, I mean, it's, something's happened that's that bad. If you really want to force a hand, you say, I'm not coming. Now you trade me as your value decreases, decreases, because the guy's decided I'm not showing up. That's it.
5: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
1: work.
2: Zumo Play.